You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. This is Get the Skinny, episode 53. I am Brian Kilby sitting here. It's uh, as of recording, January 2nd, 2017. And my New Year's resolution is to talk to my good friend, John DeLuna. John, how's it going? What's up? How's the uh, New Year working out for you so far? I'm not bad. Um, just got back from a trip, uh, hung out with some friends. It was, it was pretty nice. Yes. How are our old friends? Old. We're all old. <laughs> really? Yep. Is it like going to like a 20 year high school reunion? Uh, kinda. It, it's it, getting to that point. It really is. And it's, it's You're kinda... seeing who's paying for their, uh, their, the crimes on their body in their twenties. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Our, uh, one of our friends, um, the professor, Used to be uh-huh. used to be straight edge, meaning that no yes. alcohol or anything like that. Um, yes, and it, that you know he he's no longer that, but uh, yeah. that time really was to his benefit because he looks good. Ah, see, you know it's never too late though, and we're going to talk about resolutions in a minute. But uh, Brian, uh, I've got a little bit of news here that I think would uh, would wreck any diet resolution, and this, this is not the kind of mashup I would expect. And yet here we are. It's going to happen. In Detroit, of all places, we're going to get the world's first IHOP slash Applebee's combo restaurant. What? It's opening this year. And uh, they say the menu is under development. But I think we can all guess where this is going. Uh, all day breakfast, perhaps endless apps during happy hour. It's going to be 12,000 square feet. It's going to be able to hold 300 people at a time <laughs> because I guess they expect uh, pilgrimages and, uh, they should expect that. But the, uh, the IHOP slash Applebee's restaurant, it's going to be, uh, it will be, uh, hopefully 24 hours uh, and include 24 hour breakfast as it should. And then Applebee's, uh, signature restaurant. So Brian, uh, I, this is a mat mashup I would have never expected, but, uh, IHOP and Applebee's coming together in do the motor city. Do you know the etymology of Applebee's? I do not it's lay it on. It's, it's derived from the old English, meaning generic as hell. Awesome. Yeah, I, I hate. I Apple. love it. I hate Applebee's. It's the it's most boring ass restaurant. But that's kind of self aware. Yeah, isn't it? I guess. I mean, they're poking fun at themselves. They have to be. I, I like IHOP. I, I IHOP has character. Applebee's has none. So I don't. No. I, I don't get this. I I will say I have had once or twice the very stereotypical. Uh, Applebee's dinner on the road with some business associates, just uh, three or four guys in business casual affair, um, spending a night or two at the Holiday Inn across the street and just having a having a nice basic American meal at Applebee's with a, a couple of brewskis, Steve Weisers. It doesn't get any more, um, I don't know, traveling salesmen. It doesn't get any more Americana than, than bowing up to Applebee's in your khakis and having a a nice cheeseburger at uh, at five thirty. Let me tell you. Yeah, the um, my my father in law always gives us a, a gift card for Christmas. I think last year it was Olive Garden. This year, uh, he's gone back to Applebee's. So <laughs> for the first time in like two years, maybe three, I'll be going to Applebee's at some point this year. Okay, I have a resolution here about uh, another development in food, uh, uh, the food industry, that uh, my resolution is to not try this ever, not be tricked into trying this. So apparently, chocolate strawberry Oreos are a thing. It's uh, Oreo's newest flavor, and it is, uh, it's your basic Oreo cookie, right? And so in the middle is a combination of chocolate and strawberry-flavored cream, 
it's available for a limited time. I know, uh, it, I think it's starting to pop up at Walmart's right now, but you can surprise your honey with, uh, with a chocolate strawberry Oreo. These are also the, um, I don't know if they come available in like the standard size bags of Oreos, but they definitely come in the giant oversized, like single serving Oreo. That's as big as uh, a softball. And, uh, Brian, I know, uh, it's, it's not out of the question. You might surprise Mrs. Kilby with a uh, a chocolate strawberry Oreo. What do you think? She likes Oreos, but I think she likes like regular Oreos and maybe the blondie variety. But I this don't, wouldn't be romantic. No, it wouldn't be. Oh, that's sad. What's she expecting? What kind of standards have you given this woman? If I think if I could if, if I could surprise her with some of the mega stuff Oreos, that would be romantic. Okay, uh, it would at least be. Um, a big score as far as like uh, husband points, right? Uh, her favorite thing, and I, I don't know why, but her favorite thing is red velvet. She loves red velvet cake. I, I know. But um, mm. I found red velvet Oreos and I gave them to her. They're still sitting in the pantry like three <laughs> months later untouched. Uh, they're, probably, they're probably still good too, probably, right? For the probably, next probably, three years. Probably. Well, anyway, uh, fellas, if you're looking to score points, I guess, with uh, with your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, whoever, whatever, um, I guess this is an option, technically speaking. Chocolate, strawberry, Oreos, pick them up at your local Walmart or whatever. So, Brian, I think since this is the first episode of the uh, new year, we have to talk resolutions. It's, uh, it's, it's something a, that everybody has. It's obligatory, I guess. It is. I mean, frankly, I have some. What about you? Do you have a few? No, I'm not doing any this year. Really? Your resolution is no resolution? No resolutions this year. Man. Now, what are the, what's the logic behind that? What's the thinking? I never keep to it, so I don't want to feel guilty about it. So, and I've done this before. I, if I make a resolution, it's going to be like two months later. And it's not going, it's, uh, it's, and it's, those are much harder to just give up. Because I think it, to actually come have a res- resolution that you're going to have mid-year um, is, um, you're more compelled to actually honor it than you are because everybody just forgets their new year's resolution. Just, it's, it's just, not like in the whirlwind of the new year. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's just, it's a thing people do and people don't put any weight behind and screw it. Uh, I'm not going to do it to myself this year. So to speak, no weight behind that resolution. I have, uh, I have the basic ones. I think, um, get in better shape or just always strive to at least honestly at this point it's just to like hold ground man we're getting to that we're we're turning the corner we're turning the corner where our body's starting to betray us so yeah i kind of want to just hold hold serve here uh if not uh if not uh stay fit most of the year i have my ups and downs like everybody else but i like to stay fit most of the year crossfit certainly helped a lot this past year and uh and then honestly for me one of the things that I need to do, and I'll get to a list here of some tips on how to keep your weight loss resolutions in a second, but before I read this list, I had already done something that was on this list, and that was basically to keep one of my resolutions really, really simple. And so like, you know, like losing 10 pounds can be, it sounds very straightforward and it's a number and all that stuff, but there's a lot going on to get you there. You know, there's a change in diet, there's a change in exercise, there's, um, uh, more sleep, less sleep, what have you. I mean, there's a lot of behavioral changes that kind of add up to a 10-pound weight loss for most people. So it's actually easier to kind of strip that down and pick one thing or a much simpler thing uh, to change that 
would make you a healthier you. And so for me, it's uh, it's bringing my lunch to work. I've gotten uh, I've gotten into a bad habit of uh, going to uh, you know uh, Subway at best, or even eating uh, a, a supplement bar. Uh, to at worst ending up, you know, at a Mexican restaurant or something with coworkers. So instead of that, I uh, I just need to bring a nice little sack with a turkey sandwich or something in it uh, to work. May you know, and I haven't even put like a put a number to it. Like I probably should just commit to maybe like you know three days out of the five days or something like that. But really, it's just that. It's just like I just need to bring my my lunch to work. I can't remember, Brian. Do you bring your lunch to work? Uh, I live close enough to work now that I can head home. Um... I have some food that I have at my desk that is there as an emergency in case I can't. Uh, I I have way since moving way cut back on how often I go down to the uh, our office has a couple of a canteen and in a and a some food vendors that uh, we have on site. So, but since moving, I have way cut back, way 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 cut back on doing that. So I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, I mean that's definitely uh, a good thing. I mean, I think <clears throat> by and large, anybody who brings their lunch or eats at home or just doesn't eat out, doesn't eat pre-prepared food. I mean, that is going a long way towards kind of cleaning up your diet for sure. But have but since I've moved, I have more food options, and I am eating at home less in the evening, which I I, I am working to fix. Yeah, I mean it's uh, that is I mean that's the thing. It's the same reason why people eat out or um, eat leftovers or or just don't like take the time to make something sensible uh, for lo- for lunch at work. It's it's just time consuming. I mean, you know, uh, it's just easier for fast food. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I uh, I mentioned earlier just a few minutes ago that I did find a nice handy dandy list on WebMD. These are ten ways uh, to help you keep your resolution for weight loss into the new year. So. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening out there and you've got a resolution or even just an inkling to uh, lose a few pounds in the new year, here are some ways to maybe help you keep that resolution. Some of these are pretty good, actually. So one, number one, is to give it a workout. Now, we're not talking about hitting the gym. We're actually talking about just the act uh, or the ability to enforce willpower on yourself. So you can actually practice this by practicing discipline on yourself for increments of time, not like not indefinitely. So here's an example of like how you uh, improve your willpower muscle, if you will, is that you set a goal for like, say, a week or two weeks and you stick to it. Now, that might be um, anything from, you know, I'm not if you're trying to quit smoking, like, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, this week, like for one week. I'm going to cut back my smoking to uh, one cigarette a day, three cigarettes a day, something like that. Enforce it and then but be able to ease back out of it just a touch after your uh, after your set time period. It's basically practicing enacting willpower on yourself Mm -hmm. uh, versus just uh, going cold turkey, basically, into into this uh, year long struggle to uh, to enforce restrictions on yourself. Practice. Uh, the second one is make one change at a time. So like I said, like, you know, you might have a resolution of losing five, 10 pounds. There's so many things that go into successfully doing that. It's actually easier to make one change like, like with me, uh, bring your lunch to work or, uh, for this week only, I'm going to go to the gym, uh, three times. And if you keep it much simpler, it's probably going to be easier to, to execute. Uh, the next one is break it up. So kind of like that uh, that first rule, uh, breaking it up into increments of time. So 
losing weight, like losing 20 pounds in 2017. That's a lot of uh, weight. There's a lot to do to make that happen. And it's also a lot of time. So it's easier to break things up into shorter chunks. Have a goal for a week. Have a goal for a weekend. Um, have a goal in a shorter amount of time. Uh, the fourth is, I like this one, lift your spirits. So it's actually beneficial to your health, many studies have shown, to just be in a good state of mind, be in a good mood. Really? So, you think so? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I, I, there's a lot of studies out there that just show, show like positive, positive dis, dip, disposition. Even the power of laughter uh, can help uh, blood pressure, can help your heart rate. Uh, same idea behind the power of pets. Having pets uh, actually uh, helps you. Uh, to regulate your heart, uh, regulate your blood pressure, ease stress. There's all kinds of kinds of things with companionship and just good feels. Yeah. So, so in the in the following year, see a comedy or two. Try to laugh. Um, you know, one of the things, Brian, that uh, that I should, I wish. Well, I here's one of the things that I miss when we were younger. So, Brian, when you and I were, oh, I would say in high school. And uh, our, our early college years, we were a part of a, uh, uh, a chat room, yeah, right? We were. Called Ouija. Yes. And we would go in there a lot, or at least I would go in there probably at least once a day and uh, talk it up with friends. And I would laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And um, Twitter doesn't do that for me. No, anymore. it doesn't. <laughs> Facebook doesn't do that for me anymore. And it's really, uh, for whatever reason, just the, the way things have kind of like developed, you don't really have these kind of like party lines or group chats in real time not not like it used to be yeah if that exists out there i don't know i don't know how the kids are doing it now maybe they're doing it on skype maybe they're doing it i don't know somehow but uh, snapchat that's true maybe snapchat is the closest thing but you know i don't have that like consistent nightly uh belly laugh going on and uh you know that's sorely missed for sure yeah uh the next one number five <clears throat> have some oj so uh actually a glass of orange juice or lemonade can replenish your self-control. How weird is that? Uh, the brain relies almost exclusively on glucose for energy, so it has to be the real thing, not artificially sweetened drinks. They don't deliver the uh, the glucose. But uh, a glass of natural, hopefully, right, has to be, OJ or lemonade uh, has natural glucose, and glucose can actually help replenish your self-control. So if you're looking to lose weight, right, restrict yourself, hey, why not? Natural glucose can be I, a good thing for your brain. Before the show, I just drank a glass of OJ, so that's awesome. Yes, you're, you're laser-focused. Yes, I am, totally. So uh, number six, outwit your inner rebel. So to give your willpower some wiggle room, avoid making 100% resolutions. Don't do absolutes like you're giving up all sweets or you're never going to use your credit card again or you're never going to get out of your uh, workout routine. Can't do that. I agree. Impossible. The, I agree with this one fully. You can, yes, never, ever, ever. <laughs> you can't say never, ever, ever. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't make absolutes because you're going to fail. So, and when you fail, uh, accept that you failed and then move past it. That's right. Uh, so that's why you got to give yourself some wiggle room right at the start. Don't feel bad. Uh, the number seven out of 10. We're almost there. Crank up your greatest hits. So when you feel discouraged, remind yourself how much you've accomplished in the past. Look at the hits in your past. Surely over the course of your life, you've done some things that you are 
proud of that you consider highlights. Uh, go back and reflect on those. Give yourself some credit. That'll help lift your spirits. Um, say if you fall off the wagon or if you're not making the progress that you want, there's there's always good uh, in the rearview mirror. Don't forget that. It's an easy way to feel better about yourself. Just look at what you've done. Give yourself some credit. Uh, number eight, be extra nice or nasty. Hmm. Hmm. So do unto others and you'll be doing unto yourself as well. In a Harvard University study, psychologist Kurt Gray, PhD, gave 80 participants a dollar, told half the group to keep it and the other half to give it to charity, and then asked all the volunteers to hold a five-pound weight for as long as they could. Those who had donated their buck to a good cause held the weight significantly longer than the quote-unquote selfish one. Uh, but imagining doing something not nice makes us even stronger. Wow, how about that? In another experiment, Dr. Gray asked patients to hold the weight while writing a story that involved helping someone, harming someone, or doing something neutral. Those who envisioned dastardly deeds held the weight longer than the helpful ones who turn in, who in turn beat out the neutral one. So bad was better than good, and good was better than neutral. I'd like to see uh, the, I'd, not, like, I'd like to see the numbers on that one. That that, that <laughs> I, I I wonder if that one's been refuted because that just seems I don't know that one just. Ugh. Something about it uh, just seems uh, very uh, iffy to me. I, I, the dark side is strong, Brian. Yeah. Come to the dark side. Come to the dark side. Number nine, use your senses. The primitive cra cravings center is highly susceptible to visual cues. So draw on the strength of images by putting a photo of a thinner you on the fridge or a picture of a Caribbean beach in your wallet if you're saving up for a vacation or if you're trying to cut down on credit card use. I can attest to this, whether or not I look at it every now and then, but there's no there's no greater motivator than a picture of yourself. Whether you are wanting to look more like that picture or less like that picture, that is a very powerful motivator. And uh, you don't have to share that photo or you don't have, whatever whatever image or visual motivates you, it's still private. Keep it private, but it, it can very very much motivate you. You know you know what mine is, believe it or not? Mm -hmm. Uh like it's not a picture of me, but I think, and I'm just looking it up real quick to make sure that I am correct. Like my ideal body, uh, would be like <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this, and it, it, maybe not his prime, but after his prime, maybe a little bit El Santo. Really, I would love to be built like El Santo. Yeah, just kind of strong, just kind of stocky. Yeah, a man's man. Yep. Nice. Um, number ten, the final one. Uh, finally, get out of Dodge. So the same way a sprinter can tell when he or she doesn't have another 100 yards in them, it's important to know when your resistance is tapped out. Uh, stress will wear down that resistance, so will being hungry or tired. So here's some advice for when you're, you're ground to a pulp. Uh, get away from whatever is tempting you until you've eaten and rested, which will give your willpower a fighting chance. So if you feel tired, stressed out, up against the wall, try to get away from that. Try to go take a nap, uh, get an extra hour of sleep, uh, eat something, anything, you know, grab a piece of fruit or something like that uh, just to kind of rebalance yourself. But when you're stressed out and when you're up against the wall, that is the worst time for keeping your, uh, your resolutions. Your willpower is broken. Severely weakened when you're weakened, so just so try to stay well rested, well fed. And if you feel like you're uh, you're hitting your limits, uh, don't uh, take that lightly. Uh, try to give yourself some uh, some rest and some relief. So Brian, those are just some tips to help keep your resolution. Really, whatever resolution uh, you fancy this year in 2017. 
Yeah, I, I, I buy most of those. Some of those, man, I don't know. Like the, the original intent of the show in, when JD and I originally started the first version of it was kind of like a skeptical look at uh, diet and weight loss. And I still have some of those uh, instincts that I had back then when we were doing the show um, in the old school way. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm skeptically minded in general. Hey, w- hey, whatever floats your boat. And uh, being skeptical, not a bad way to be. You know what I mean? The truth is out there, Brian. Yeah. And uh, it never it never hurts to ask why. Believe me, I got, as, a, as the father of a three-year-old daughter who has learned the question why, like that's the biggest question and the only question I hear about 200 times a day, I understand the power of skepticism. It's a very powerful thing. Mm-hmm. It makes dad explain everything. And some things cannot be explained, let me tell you. Uh, like Bill Go- Goldberg's body at this point. <laughs> defies explanation. Science. I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Chemistry. Uh, Brian, uh, I don't know about that. You think well, so? Uh, here's the deal. As a quick aside, everybody, here's a little wrestling aside. By the way, if you like wrestling, uh, listen to Take Four Wrestling. Yeah, heck yeah. On the TF Radio Network. Um, WWE has the scuzziest of policies for part-time workers. Part-time Look, performers don't are, don't get tested. Are not tested for anything. <laughs> By the way, the Part-time for- performers tend to be their uh, legends guys, tend to be. Also tend to be the guys that look uh, like they uh, have conquered father time. Also tend to be the people that run the company. Uh, yes, also that. That guy <laughs> is a part-time performer, and he looks incredible. <laughs> he looks better. Well, look, all right, I'm not going to get into it. Take for wrestling, guys. I'm just saying. Uh, you'll, you'll hear, uh, actually, you guys uh, you guys talk more about the, the salad days, right? Yeah. The glory days of wrestling. Yeah, we do. Yes, back when it was real. It's a classic wrestling podcast. Even the the definition of classic has uh, been stretched a little bit. We did a show from 2006 or 2010 recently. Actually, we did one from 2013, but oh. uh, it, it's it's not 2016 or 2017, so we called it classic. Uh, it's, it's really it's really crazy how fast that industry that that form of entertainment moves from year to year. Because yeah. uh, you can look at the roster of uh, WWE from 2000, 2010 and 2007, and it might as well be 30 years ago. Like, the roster is so – it blows your mind. Yeah. Like, like, like who was working. Uh, let, not to mention uh, the late 90s, which were only 20 years ago. But, I mean – well, first of all, most of those p- people have passed, unfortunately. But, uh, I mean, it, it might as well have been my, my dad's generation. It's just so foreign. It, it's just so incredibly different. Mm-hmm. And uh, – and, you know, we were in college when all yep. that was happening. So mm-hmm. crazy stuff. Or college age. It mm-hmm. was crazy. Crazy. Brian, anything else for our inaugural uh, episode for 2007? I don't have anything, John. Uh, I don't either. Hey, guys, before we go, we'll keep this one short and not so sweet because we're trying to lose weight. Uh, to support the show, we just want to remind you guys to go to tfradio.net slash Amazon and do your shopping. Perhaps buy some workout equipment, some kettlebells, some complete cookies. Some big 100s, maybe not those. those yeah. Kind of high in sugar. And by doing so, you will support this show and every show on the TFRAO.net network. Maybe TFRAO network, I would say. That's redundant. TFRAO.net slash Amazon. It's where you go. Do your Amazon shopping and you will support us because we get some nickels and dimes from the money that you hand over to the feisty startup Amazon. You can also just go to TFRAO.net and while you're perusing the podcast, just click the Amazon link. Same thing happens at the end of the day. Uh, so we appreciate your support. And as always, thank you very much. In fact, Brian, 
to plug another podcast, the Mothership Podcast. We just did our 500th episode. 500 episodes, and it was our big year and spectacular. And it's yes. just, it was so spectacular. It was three hours don't be long. Intimidated. Yes, don't be intimidated by the running time. Every minute is worth it, for sure. It really is. So, so again, guys, tfradio.net slash Amazon. Support us. Thanks, and keep on listening. So for Brian Kilby, this is John DeLuna. We will see you on the next Get the Skinny. This has been Get the Skinny. 